join Team Human. Join Team Human. Join Team Human. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, I found myself asking that question when I first heard Join Team Human. And if you found yourself thinking the same, welcome to the Men Talk About Podcast. I am the host, Paul Newell. And I'm... (laughs) After hearing this this content and having this interview with Jeremy Green, I have a unique perspective on the actual practice of being human. And for that, my friends, I'm excited for you to hear this podcast session. Thank you for joining. Let's, let's, let's bless our eardrums right now and check out this interview with Jeremy Green, social coach, podcaster, and influencer. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Paul Newell, your host for Men Talk About Podcast. I got my man, Jeremy Yo. Green, here with me. Who you with? Yes, yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me, Paul. Yo, man, blessings, man. I'm grateful to have you on, man. You're welcome. And listen, for those that are tuning in, and this is the first time you're you're coming to this podcast, let me give you an idea of what this podcast is about. The Men Talk About podcast is hosted uh, by a man, and they're in, it's interviewing men uh, based on their wisdom, their experience. And the topics that we cover in this podcast are designed to support men in our development, support men in our education, support men in our inner work. So what we do here is this is about sharing this information making, and also doing our best to provide applicable tools for you men and those and really honing in on the masculine energies. So today we got my man, Jeremy Green here. Uh, The reason why, well, actually I'll get to the reason why I have you on Jeremy in a moment. Uh, I'd like to first start by uh, talking to my, what I, what I am aware of um, in regards to what Jamie, Jeremy does right now. And, and also my experience of him. So for those that have listened to the podcast before, you know, I've talked about the Mankind Project and I, and I facilitate um, um, some circles to learn more about the Mankind Project and different views. And I met Jeremy through this and I was, I was drawn to this dude because first off, I appreciated how he was expressing his truth, how he contributed with the intention um, in that space. And we were, you know, it was like, hey, let's connect afterwards and then getting to hear his story, um, especially, uh, well, I'll say hear his story overall and what he's doing, what he's putting out in the world. And I said, I get to have this dude on the podcast because I think he brings a ton of value. So let me give you some of, some of the who, what, where, when, and why of my men. All right. He's a social coach, podcaster, influencer. Growing up, he struggled with severe social anxiety, which is going to be a topic we're discussing today. And he's got a podcast called The Social Ninja. Uh, listen, check it out. Fresh. Listen to some episodes. The one with Evan Carmichael is freaking fresh, man. That, hey, listen yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yes, I did. Yo. The Social Ninjas. There's two of us. The social Ninjas. Okay. We got, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it's you and Kyle. Okay. So, um, his experiences, he helped, listen, he helps others. Uh, he, and he has some apparel. If you go to uh, jointeamhuman.com, mm-hmm. uh, you can see uh, the, the podcast. You can see also his apparel. Uh, what he's doing out in the world, I think, is brilliant. Because first of all, he's, he's sharing and bringing energy. And he's opening up possibilities for a lot of men. And he's going after influencers and and really taking his his influence and his spread and, and, and range to a big broad audience. So I'm I'm happy to have him here, and I'm excited to uh, chop it up with him on some things that I think are relevant in this time. So Jeremy, I want to uh, check in with you. Um, thank you, welcome. And uh, anything that I missed or anything else that you want to talk to the people about, or what you uh, about you? I'm sure we'll get into it, but yeah, it's pretty pretty spot on had severe social anxiety growing up was really was bullied really bad um and because i was bullied i I took on a lot of stories 
about myself that were limiting beliefs that had I had a hard time loving myself and connecting with other people even though deep down I really wanted to connection is really important but I just had a blo mental block and I just was obsessed with loving myself and I was obsessed with being able to connect with people in a, in a confident I bring value everywhere I go um, headspace and through my journey of turning to you know, going from social anxiety to helping other people connect it's been a wild ride and it's it's not it's not like i'm not oh, look at me i'm amazing now no it's a practice and i think that's mm -hmm. something that's really important it's like people are like that's just who i am no 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 <laughs> you're never you're never as who you are who, who do you practice being right who uh who are you choosing to be who are you what what are you practicing what mindset are you practicing and, you know, like, how are you showing up? What are you practicing showing up as? So this is, so let, let, I, I want to dive in, man, because what you just said, I'm curious now, because and you, we talked, when we first had our longer conversation, you talked about being bullied and you talked about battling the social anxiety to really have connection. So I'm curious, when you made that transition, what was the, what, who, did you practice being to make the switch? That's a good question. And I know you're, you're aware of parts work through mankind project. And mm -hmm. I'm a huge believer that um, I talked about a second ago. It's who I am. I don't think there's just one part of us. There's multiple parts of ourselves and it's incorporating all of our parts. It's like the confident version of ourselves. It's the scared little child. It's the, um, living in full power and then all the parts and then in the middle the king is you and with that being said I, I noticed that i internalized all my thoughts which was harmful so if i have the thought if i have the thought that i'm not good enough that no one likes me and i accepted it as fact it hinders my ability to connect if i have the thought that no one likes me you know, I bring no value everywhere, anywhere, anywhere, and I incorporate it and I see it as a belief, then I'm practicing it. And I didn't even realize I was doing that. So for me, first off, I would say separating yourself from those, from just the thoughts that come up. So instead of like, um, I am not lovable, no one likes me, you separate it and you say, I have the thought that no one likes me. I have the thought, I notice that I have the thought that no one likes me. I notice I have the thought that I'll never be successful. All those thoughts are not ingrained because mm. I'm still alive. Right. I can it's retrain my brain. Yeah. Well, I I'm, I'm digging what you're saying because it's, it's something I, um, I've taken into my language instead of saying I am sad. I'm working with saying I am experiencing sadness mm. because it's like, it's a transition. Like, a spectrum I can go through as is as there's differences and different things going on I can go through different experiences in those things and I can experience different things within mm. and I and I think it's you know to and to highlight too you mentioned parts work in the mankind project can you can you talk to a little bit of of what that work is for you and then also uh, what was what was the driving factor for you to bring everything together? Or that, yeah, good talk question. To that. Good question. Yeah. Um, as far as incorporating, I think for me personally, I wanted to be liked by other people because I never was in my head. Like the story I told myself is no one likes me. Um, oh, so it would cause me to show up inauthentic because I just attention is attention doesn't matter where it's coming from so i would so i would i would people please if something is bother if something is bothering me i wouldn't say it if uh, someone does something that pisses me off i wouldn't say because i might risk losing them mm -hmm. um so that for that's my huge parts work uh and it still is like still a practice so for example um i did a really powerful parts work piece where I, I literally physically moved into the part of me that just didn't, didn't give a shit about what anyone else thought like at all. And I never really 
was in that space to that degree and it was, it was a safe space to do that and i'll never forget this a moment i was in this guy's garage and earlier in the night some dude is like picking his nose and flicking it i didn't say anything so i don't want to like you know <laughs> make, upset anyone yeah. and you're like, all right, let's really breathe into like the Jeremy that doesn't give an F. I don't know if I can curse on here. <laughs> so, yeah, you can. Yep, you can. <laughs> so, <laughs> I called him no fucks given. I named that part of me and I gave it love and attention. And I, I'll never forget this. Like, I, like I, I, I got into it and I was like, so what's up? Are you, what's your name? No, I don't give a fuck. All right, that's your name. <laughs> and then talk to me what's your belief what do you think of jeremy i think he cares too much people think i think that um and if he listened to me more he would be more authentic and he'd be more more, he'd be more powerful and like i really got into it and then in the middle of it i was like and this guy fucking picking his nose and flicking it like come on man it's gross like (laughs) just like (laughs) that's what's up it was so powerful and he gave me a look and he's like oh oh shit he caught me yeah i shouldn't do that like he knew he was in the wrong like you know it wasn't right. sick. and that was, and i snapped out of that and i was like oh my god i'm a fucking badass like giving that part of me some love because i'm so scared of losing and everyone it was so powerful for me that's beneath oh my goodness because you saying that experience it's it's like i'm hearing we shut ourselves, humans can shut ourselves down. A lot of the more powerful parts of ourselves, I, I'll speak for myself. I can shut, like, and I have shut a lot of myself down because I'm a, form, I'm, a, I'm a practicing reformed people pleaser, okay? That was my big thing for the majority of my life is like, I don't want to lose anybody, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Mm. Only, the problem there for me, Jeremy, was shoot dude i would get these amygdala hijacks where i would freaking let everything bubble 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 and then boom, it's like same. a freaking same blow up like and people are like paul what? i never knew you could what was that and then i have all this shame like yo i really shouldn't have said that because again now now i went completely to this spectrum other, yeah. now i'm back over the here other one yeah it's like freaking crazy jeremy and it's like you know, this is the reason, one of the things I appreciate about having these types of conversations because from my, my experience working with men, I think that's the piece that, that, um, that, that fails to get acknowledged, that piece, that, that part of, hey, being able to express ourselves and being able to say what's real, like what we're experiencing and, and be free of like giving a fuck, like, yeah, being free of giving a fuck if someone's going to take offense to it, really. And it's and at the same time, I want to make sure we're aware. It's not saying, hey, I'm going to say something that's going to make people feel like crap. Like, no. I heard you say, like, hey, guys, I didn't hear you say, hey, guys, stop. Hey, asshole, stop flicking your thing, your, your boogers. It was more like, hey, man, this guy flicking his freaking boogers. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> was... there was no maliciousness to it. It was direct. No. It was, it was just, direct. And, yeah, man. And I think that is a powerful piece, especially when it comes and, and I think it's something that is a concern in our society now because there's like, you know, with social media, Jeremy, people can type whatever, whatever they want to type with no consequence. And there's really no um, social engagement of mm. truth. You follow no. what I'm saying? No. Yeah. And I'm doing this challenge right now where I'm talking to someone in every country in the world and every U.S. state in the world through video chat. And mm-hmm. one of the one of the I just like threw that out. <laughs> one of the biggest nice. themes I noticed is that people wish they can be more their authentic self more. Ninety something percent of the people I talk to say I wish I can be myself more. What the fuck? So what would you say? Or like from your experience in these conversations, what would you say is the most common factor? for people was um the for the challenge of people have in being their authentic self on a regular rejection Mm. people don't want to be rejected um Mm. that's plain and simple rejection for the human condition is a rejection of self rejection of identity it's scary when in in theory like with emotions detached the more rejections i go through the closer i am to success 
the more reject it's just that i think it's what it comes down to is framing for me framing is so crucial how i frame things so for example if i go up to a girl and ask her out and she says no that is a success because i only have control what i have control over most guys, they go up to a girl and she says, no, um, I wish I was better. I, w- I can't believe she said no. Oh, my God. No, you celebrate yourself for asking her out. Next, get some more. Collect those rejections. And the more rejections you go through, the less they bother you. Because you're, you're, my brain over-exaggerates how awful it is. It makes it almost, it makes, makes it worse. It does. makes it a bigger, like, oh, God, I think it's very, um, it's wild because that rejection stays a while rather than like, okay, great. It's, it's, it's fine. And interesting, was this in the, was, I, I think this was in the Evan Carmichael video, right? Or a podcast. You guys talked a little bit about this too. Like the, the win, yeah. celebrating the win, celebrating what you can control. If it makes you yeah. scared, do that shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> like then do it. Okay, yeah. cool. Hey, you, you, you did what you can control. You yeah. asked her out. You gave this a shot. It's, it's, um, it's very interesting. I have this, uh, I have a, this partnership, this collaboration. And I noticed that uh, we all alternate as far as the spaces. One, one, one space is like this, like, pie in the sky. Like, I can't wait till we teach it to, like, a ton of people. And then the other uh, space is like, look, man, we got to focus on what's happening right here, what we can control. Okay, do we post? Mm. Blah, 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 blah. And I find that it's, uh, it's really like this balance, right? It's like, um, oh, man, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I got lost in the thought for a second because I was thinking about the right. situation. And, and it's like this rejection of like, look, man, let's focus right here and do what we can control. Rather than like yeah. trying to focus all on the well, ether. Yeah, I can get into it forever. But one thing I really want to bring into a light is that it's normal. I think our society, the way it's it's systemically like the way it's set up is it's results driven. Mm. And I think there's a error in that. There's a I, I don't, people always t- trash talk why winners or they celebrate like your effort over like who won. I kind of liked it looking back. I always, I used to trash talk it, but looking back, like you put a bunch of reps towards your goal. Heck yeah. If I call 10 of my friends and none of them respond, that's a huge win. If I reach out to this, you know, if I reach out to powerful influencers and t- until Instagram says <laughs> we can't send any more, that's a huge win. Not when they respond. That's an interesting frame. That's an interesting frame. So what would you call that result? What would you call that oriented? Like, for example, we talked about everything is results oriented. So what would you call that with, is it more action oriented? Yeah, action, positive reps towards your goals oriented. Because you're always winning. If you're always like, if you're, if you're concentrating, getting more into it, getting more meta, yeah. concentrating internally as opposed to externally, relying on external forces to feel sense of worth, sense mm, of, a, sense of you. accomplishment. Like if a girl that says no to, you know, I'm going on a date with you. Sometimes she's not in space. Sometimes she's dating someone. Sometimes like you never know what they're going through. Maybe that you have no chemistry with her and she sees it and you don't because you want to be liked by someone and she's doing you a favor at the end of the day. So it's like concentrating what you can control, something internal. If I like, people always say, oh, I got to get a job by tomorrow. I got to get a job. But instead, what, how about I reach out to 20 different jobs, something you have control over, the, the win, like get those wins. Mm. Get the wins. Yeah. Uh, I want to I want to use that as a segue into something that uh, you told me you did to help you get over any, so, any social anxiety. Because um, I thought I think that what you did was huge, was multiple wins. So can you talk to the audience about 
what you did, what you took on as a stretch um, or goal to help you overcome your social anxiety? Which one? <laughs> uh, good point. When you start, when you traveled, like remember you're telling mm. me like you traveled and then as you went, as soon as you let go, you, this came up. So like you, you did um, some circles around the world. Yeah. Right. So if yeah. you could talk about that piece, because if I recall correctly, that happened. You did that after you began to take control of your anxiety, your what you're experiencing. Yeah. As um, for me, it's feel the fear and do it anyways. Run towards the roar, especially if it's in the direction of how you want to show up in the world, how I want to show up in the world. So I have done free hugs around the world. That has been a an exposure therapy. Um, I have done. I have. I've interviewed celebrities on the red carpet in Hollywood as like a just as a challenge. Um, and as far as travel, man, <laughs> before I I did I did Europe by myself for two months and it was excruciatingly challenging. I had anxiety attack before I left. Same before I left to Asia. I had like an well Europe. I planned out the trip a lot more, so it wasn't as bad. Um, Asia, I the, the challenge was so parents. So my Jeremy talks to strangers Instagram got featured on the news um, because they liked what I was doing. And I was kind of just doing it for the reason I started Jeremy talks to strangers. Instagram was for reps to prepare for interviewing celebrities initially. And then it turned into, I want to bring the human race together one person at a time. I want to make videos and celebrate that every single human being is a, is an important puzzle piece to the larger puzzle. This is why this today's society now is, is makes me so angry and just sad this us versus them living in fear space. So going back to your question, so I was <laughs> giving free hugs and talking to strangers on Jeremy Talks to Strangers, making videos. And um, I recently re-upped on Join Team Human, a community I'm building of uh, people from around the world. And it had an anxiety attack. And I remember I didn't plan my trip to Asia at all. Like I was like, I'm gonna go to Taiwan. And then three months later, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna leave from Taiwan and come back home. That's all I had planned. Wow. And I left like the day before I was freaking out. Like, what am I doing? My brain was just like freaking out. Don't go. What are you doing? Trying to talk me out of it. Saying all these mean things to me and putting all these limiting beliefs in my head. Anything it could. Like a temp, like a temp, almost like a temper, like a toddler temper tantrum. Wow. Wow. And um, I had a call with a, a warrior brother who's a um, social worker and he is, holds the space in my opinion. He's on leadership track and MKP. And I remember um he just accepted it like let like accept it i hear you thank you for trying to keep me safe thanks for your positive intention I'm, i appreciate you wanting peace for me and i did it anyways and it was the highlight of my life by far hmm. what made it so oh it was just it was so challenging and the adventures I went through, I made up as I, I meet people and we're doing this. And I'm like, okay, it was just so freeing. And it was also showing how much more uh, capable I am than my brain help like says all the time. Mm -hmm. And if I was like, wow, if this thing that my brain says is going to be awful and excruciating is can be the highlight of my life. What else in my life am I lying to myself about being really awful? And if I actually did it, it would be the best thing ever. Wow. Like, is wow. there something? Is there something for you that scares the crap out of you, but you know is like a good action to take? Like, what is your? It's all about like, what is your next yes? Life is all about your next yes, and you decide in that moment to say yes or no. Uh, uh. This is the first time I'm putting this out in public, and. I want to create an interactive book Oof. where you read a chapter, you scan a code, and then it takes you to a video or a meditation or a reading. Like, um, it, it's like a multimedia book experience. That sounds legit. Good. So, has like, I like that. And then it has like a barcode depending on how you're feeling that day. And oh, that's brilliant. 
So I'm in like, like I. This is the first time I've ever even put it. Actually, the second, the first time I did it um, with my girlfriend. I told her, and I was like, even after I told her, I was like, oh, that felt a little good. But I was like, I'm butt puckered here because this shit is fucking massive. All right, right? Are, you, because, are you are you open to something? Yes, I learned. All right, so I invite you to close your eyes, take mm-hmm. a breath. <sighs> yeah. Uh, we're going to go on a journey of accomplishment and sensation. So basically I want you to imagine a world where you created this interactive book and people around the world are using it and loving it. And it's making a powerful, powerful impact in a positive way on people around the world. And it's on Amazon and it's people are buying it and, you're, and everyone are, everyone's loving it and you did it. You did it. You created it. How does that feel? What's going on? Oh man, I'm looking at the cover and I'm smiling and I'm rubbing it and mm. I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling the texture of the book. Got it. It's like I, I set it up where it's like uh, it feels rustic and ancient, like. Uh, so- Who's around? Who's around there? What kind of what kind of uh, impact are you making? My sons are there with me. My sons are there with me. Uh, my my guys, men, mentoring men are there with me. <laughs> uh, my ladies there with me. My family, my my brothers and my sister are there with me. And we're in a uh, we're in a restaurant. We're celebrating. Mm, um, I breathe into that celebration feeling. You can even let out like I fucking did it. <laughs> and where, where do you feel? What do you feel when you say that? Like I, I did it. Yeah. Wow, I feel in my heart. Right. Invite, invite you. Heart put your hand places. there. Invite, put your hand there. Yeah. And any moment you're feeling like, why am I doing this? You can go back to this space. And that's this right here. Well, thanks for doing this, but this is just one powerful practice that I do. Take my clients through to kind of what what's why am I doing this? On the surface level, we know we don't know from like a experiential. Wow, I still feel it. Yeah. Um, wow. Thank you for that. Thanks for trusting me. Yeah. That's a powerful feeling, man. Mm. It's um I'm finding like in that space that I'm coming back to something you said before of practicing being to move into, to move through. Cause I have, I have had, yeah, there's resistance, there's fear. And after what I just felt there, I'm like, damn, yo, me rubbing my hands and seeing everybody with their glasses up. Yo, this feels pretty freaking rash. <laughs> And then you see that is that fear is that fear valid? It has a purpose, but it does not. It has a purpose, yeah. And it's like I got through it. I did it. It makes it that much better, doesn't it? Because yeah, man, like mm. that's that's a powerful piece uh, for men. Because I, I I'm coming I'm coming I'm coming to a survey I did recently of, of black men, and I asked them one of the questions: What's, what what are one, what are some of the more challenging emotions that you experience? And the biggest one, well, I think it was it was the top. I think it was either the second or the third. No, it was definitely a second. It was uh, anxiety, first fear, and. I wonder 
in your judge, in your opinion, from what you experienced, uh, where does that come from? Comes from living in the future. Thank you. Thank you. So what is the ways, like from your experience and especially um, with where we are as a society right now, right? with social media, with like a lot of the tensions and, and so forth, what would be your suggestions or recommendations for men, people to be here, be present with all of self? What would, what would be your thoughts, comments on that? I have so many. <laughs> Let's go say, three. We'll go game show time. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, All right, first Jeremy, off, what's the first one? This is a, this is a great um, piece I like to teach other people around me, and that's um, I do this with clients all the time, and this is just a like grounding exercise. That is, uh, look in your environment and tell me three things you see. Go, yeah, without thinking. One. You know this one? My phone. Yeah, I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. And what you do is you, Yeah, and you're like, tell me three things you see. Out of those three things, which one sticks out the most? Tell me more. Tell me more. What does that make you think of? And the next one is sensation, like sense of touch, like close your eyes and feel how gravity is affecting you, like your butt on your chair, your, the wind, the my hands on my head right now, my breath I'm relaxing now because I'm concentrating on my breath now like there's that level of not being in my head um, the second one is gratitude so many like there's people like once I have this I'll be happy mm. and that mentality is not helpful because I have, from traveling the world, I have seen the poorest people, the happiest, most of the time. And I was mind-boggled. Like, why? Are, they have nothing. They're sharing, like, a shack in the middle of nowhere, and they're so happy. I'll never forget, I was in Taiwan doing a two-day bicycle ride through, like, the most beautiful nature of Taiwan. And I, I passed by this village, and there's this, like, family, and they have me sit down, and they gave me food and they made sure I had water and food to go. And they just took care of me. And I remember I tried to give them money and they're like, Oh, like, Oh no. And they had, they had, make no, they had not much money and they're just so happy and satisfied. And it's just like my judgment, they were just happy with what they had, not seeking more. Like one of the biggest reasons we're unhappy is because we lack, like we feel we lack something and we, or we seek pleasure like I've told you this before, like seeking pleasure is a form of dissatisfaction with what you have or where you are in your life and practicing, yeah. practicing the sense of I'm happy now. I'm satisfied now. I'm successful now. Like what is success for you? Like a lot of people all oh, success is having a lot of money. No, it's, it's different for everyone. It's, right. it's, um, impacts. Like what is the impact you're making on the world? Do reps towards the impact you want to make in the world? Um, for, for a big one, I think it, what I've noticed people, a lot of people don't like, they say gratitude, be grateful. And then people see it as cheesy. And in my opinion, recently I realized is that people label thing as cheesy because those things are hard to do. So when you label it as cheesy, it's like an escape code. It's, it's, an, it's an excuse not to do those challenging things. Yes. When I, when I thought of that, like, whoa, it makes so much sense. Makes sense. It does Just make be, sense. Cause it's like, Oh, that's cheesy. So now yeah. it's like a, it's uh, a pass. I'm like, I don't yeah. have to do that. That's yeah, you don't have to do it. And right. gratitude is a practice. Wow. Happiness is not a, not like I once I get this, I'm happy. No, it's a practice. Right. Gratitude is hard. And the reason is we're not wired to be grateful. And the reason mm -hmm. we're not wired to be grateful is because um, I was reading this book on this. And if you're leaving the cave and we're cavemen, women, and to the left, there's a saber tooth tiger waiting to kill us. And to the right, there's all our dreams coming true and sunshine and rainbows and everything we've ever wanted in our lives. We're programmed to look at the saber-toothed tiger situation because if we pay attention 
to everything coming true and it's bliss and everything, the saber-toothed tiger will get to us. So we have to practice it. They did a study and they wow. had a control group and they had one group of people say three good things that happened to them each day. And then they had another group of people who didn't do anything in the control group and the other people who just didn't, you know. And the, they came back to the people who said three great things, good things that happened to them each day. And their happiness and satisfaction levels in life were so much higher. And it's today based. I noticed people don't know how to do gratitude is what I've seen. Like, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. That's like saying I'm, I really love this rerun of this TV show. Your brain's going to get bored. Because, right. yes, it's good to be grateful for your family and everything. But it's, 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 it's the same every day. It's not a practice. You're not going to do it long term. Let's be real. You're not. Right. I'm grateful for my hot cereal this morning. The more detail, the better. It had strawberries in it and cashews and almond milk and this and this. Like even studies, studies show just taking the time to search for the things you're grateful for that day makes you happier. Yep. Yep. I think that's part of the brain science to it too, Jeremy. The brain science it's, is huge. Yeah, because it's like I was I was teaching this class uh, Monday night about the executive brain, and that's like, you know, our uh, our thinking brain, right? And what you said is really is is tip top because when I can focus, like when I do a juices, I think the veggies. I'm like, I'm really damn grateful for you. I'm grateful for the opportunity to have this, to be able to buy this. Today. Dishes. Yeah, today. Today. Like, Just saying today. Yeah. And then, it can, and then that even brings it in narrower. Yes, because today is all we have always. Everything that yeah. ever happened in history happened in today. Mm. And just understanding why it's so hard to be present, for one control or illusion of control if i'm thinking about everything i I want to do in the future and i'm getting stressed out my brain's happy because my brain can conjure anything it wants it can come up with any sort of anything it wants so it's quote unquote in control so it's happy it's no there's no unknowns if i'm thinking about everything from the past i should have done that i should have done that i shouldn't have done that it's in control because it's it knows what happened in the past, but right now, hey Paul, hey Paul, hey Paul, hey Paul, 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 Paul. <laughs> I do that as a joke, but also like your brain didn't know it was gonna do that. Right. So it's, it was the unknown. So it's unnatural to be in the present moment because there's no, we don't have control in the present moment because anything can happen. Letting that sink in. Letting that sink in. Mm. Wow. Jeremy, 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 Jeremy. <laughs> but yeah, I think around. that's the fun of it, though. I think that's the that's the juice, right? It's it's. I find like in the presence of things and being in this one step at a mo- one step at a time, uh, place. There is a, it, there's an excitement there, man. For me, anyway, because. Like, ooh, what could happen? Like, I don't know. I know right now, like to address my control brain, this is what I can control right now, making this juice. This is what I can control right now. I'm gonna take notes on this podcast right now. Like, oh, I'm supposed to send an email? Okay, what I can do right now is send the damn email. <laughs> right, like, and then instead of focusing on blah, 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 I'm like, miss, I, for me personally, I miss, the, I miss all the little things I get to do. When I'm trying to control the future, I'm like, oh, well, shoot, if I even want to get there, I got to be right here to do what I need to do. Like, whether it's contact this person, sell, whatever it is, man. Mm-hmm. I think that's um, for you, like, because, well, especially with, with your podcast, I think it's very, uh, I think it, it's helpful to talk to what you're doing with your podcast, too, um, in, in regards to the content. And also to the types of guests that you have. 
Um, if you could talk a little bit about social ninjas and, and, and what that's about. That, I, I want to get that across as well. Yeah, the social ninjas started same as a challenge, as a rep. <laughs> um, something that scared me. I, uh, there's this guy on Instagram I connected with who also has a history of social anxiety. And um, as a rep, him and I decided to do an Instagram live because it scared the crap out of both of us. So it was kind of just a rep. It was challenging, scary um, exposure therapy. And then from there, we were like, a lot of people reached out and they're like, wow, we really, I needed to hear that. I was in this space. We, we did a, I think we did it on the topic of confidence. We did, my, we, we both did a bunch of research and grabbed on, gave tips for confidence. Right. And people reached out like, that really helped me. Thank you so much. I was, I was having a really hard day and it helped me. And I was in denial because I have this whole, um, story of i'm a fraud like you know imposter syndrome yep i get it yeah Hands and it's up. it's normal it's totally normal but here here i am getting all these messages of like you made such a difference in my life like wow it's 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 not it's it's doesn't go hand in hand with the belief that i bring no value that i'm an imposter because look at all these people that got value out of it so it's not so right what? So in that moment, like at that intersection between, well, this is what I'm thinking and then this is what I'm receiving. Like, what was that space like for you when you had to, what was that space? What was the experience like that? I screenshot. Anytime I get those messages now, I screenshot yeah. it. I put it in a folder. And in that folder, when I'm like in that space, my in my head thinking, why am I doing this? No one cares. I'm never going to be, you know, this isn't that. I look at that uh, folder. I see all those messages, see the impact. And I think people, are, people in my judgment, are so scared to love themselves fully because they don't want to come off as arrogant. But it's such a difference. <laughs> such a difference. It, but, well, Jeremy, is it, I mean, is it really arrogant, though, to love yourself? No. Is it, uh, I mean, I always get, I'm, I'm curious to know what your thought is on where the fuck that even comes from. Because I think that's, it's this common thread of like, I don't want to self promote or I want to, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to, uh, it doesn't matter. I just think it's a condition, but I'm curious as to where you think it comes from. Multiple sources. I think it comes from society and how we're constructed to like, follow directions and um not being into like guess there's there's an individualistic aspect of it but yeah. um I, I i just think how it's a, it's a societal thing it's um it's a construct like we're just we're just we're just a number or you know like in a classroom setting of school it's uh it's parents and teach how parents like parent their children it's they're not an individual like you got to follow the rules and this this and that and it's, it's trauma like if there's any source of trauma in their life from it so it comes from different things um and then it's also i think it's fear of stepping on toes as well like if i love myself fully people are going to be jealous and then if i feel a joy this joy feeling joy is very vulnerable because there's going to be people who are jealous of the fact that i feel joy and i don't want to like make other people feel terrible. So I'm not going to feel joy. But if I'm feeling joy, I'm actually able to hold a more powerful space. Mm. If I love myself like fully, so happy about, right. why are you happy? I wish I was yeah. happy. So I'm going, to put, I'm going to put you down and displace my own garbage. And so it's scary to feel joy. It's vulnerable, as I'm saying. And I, I want to touch base on this because before I forget, um, is the aspect of like judgments. And I feel like in the societies, I'm going to get into um, race because I think it's important. It's talked about. And I think if people, I think people are so scared to talk about race because I don't want to step on any toes. Right. Yeah. Who, am, who am I to talk like about uh, that sucks about racism because I'm white, whatever it may be. And I think that's part of the problem. People are so yes. scared to go there and to bring it, like bring it into, you know, the realm. And I want to talk about as far as like judgments, like it's, everything's a judgment. You know, I judge this person to be nice. I judge this person to be terrible. Um, no, because you're now you're putting in stone racism. For example, I talk to some people around the world and some of them say like 
my message to human humanity would be don't judge other people. That is not natural. We are programmed, I am programmed to judge. I judge this hot kettle to be hot because it's been on the, you know, the heat. Some yeah. judgments are wrong and that's okay. And I think in our society, we're so, people don't want to be in the wrong. People deep down don't want to be like bad people. Right. So it's like once we say, oh, well, this person's racist, that's when it's done. Because if you label someone as racist, they have no incentive to go out of that bubble you just put them in, that, that, that space you put them in. Because instead, separate, separate it. This, but you're having racist thoughts right now. You're Thank having you, racist yes. judgments right now. Allow a space for them to change and allow a space for those judgments to be challenged. And I think, before yeah. I forget, I know, I know you got one more thing I forget. I don't want to touch yeah. baseball. It's like, I think people are so scared of, of their racist thoughts that they never get processed. So they never go away. Speaking truth, dude, that's exactly what I was going to say. I see mm. it's, it's, it, 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 it's so bananas watching and observing all of this because if someone says anything that is a, is a racist thought, yes, wow. everyone dumps on them. They get dumped on. They get dumped on. So then, like, it teaches other people, oh, uh, look what happened to Mikey. Like, he just, he admitted the fact that he had a racist thought. I'm not doing that. So then. I'm not doing that shit. No. So there's no, there's no safe space. Uh, I went to a group one time and someone, I don't want, I'm not going to say names because of confidentiality, but she's like, mm -hmm. I have some racist thoughts. And I was like nervous. I, I noticed I got myself, I was like, oh, I can't believe she said that, this and that. But there's a man of color in there and she was, he, the guy was just like, thank you. Like, yeah. Thank yeah. You. And I'm like, whoa, yeah. I thought he was going to get mad at her. <laughs> like, No, no. I mean, for me personally, like, listen, okay, you acknowledge that. Let's talk about it. Let's process it. Because the yes. thing is that most of the time, what I find is that people are unaware of, of what they're thinking and that it can be racist because that's what they're conditioned to believe. That's how they grew up, man. And that's what their parents believe. So guess what? That's what they, that's the judgment they took on. So the experience is say, hey, I, I I have a racist, or I, someone says something racist, like, you know, that's a racist comment. Yeah. Said, You're a racist. You're a racist. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's hard to challenge judgments. It is very yes, hard. Man. That's yes, like we're preconditioned. So if I call you racist, and it's like, it's already hard as it is. I, I know I'm repeating myself. I, it's really important. Um, you, you, you take that away. Like, for, right. it, and that goes the same with like confidence. I'm not confident. Every time you say I'm not confident, you practice the story of I'm not confident. Yep. I'm powerful. Yep. Every time I say I'm powerful, I'm unstoppable. I'm whole just the way I am. I don't need to do anything to be complete. I'm practicing that. Right. Me too. And Me too. Um, I want to bring up one more, one more story. It just encompasses this. This is beautiful. Yeah. Um, two of them. <laughs> I was doing a nice. challenge of talking to a stranger every single day. When was um, this? I was, this is like, right after i did mankind project and no nwta i was just fired up and i was doing like a you know talk i was practicing for interviewing celebrities and i was gotcha. making a video with a stranger a day and i was scared and there's one one day this big buff black guy with tattoos and i needed a video that day and i'm like oh shit i judged him to not be friendly big black guy and i judged him to like not probably not want to talk to me hmm. it was a judgment my brain was trying to keep me safe Right. I had a, I had yeah. a thought and I'll put it out there as a racist thought. Absolutely. I'll admit it. I'm not a racist person. And I was like, right. fuck that. I'm challenging this thought. I refuse to not challenge this thought. So I went up to him. I was like, Hey, how's it going? I'm making video. I'm trying to talk to bring the human race closer together. And see, I feel like fear saying this, you know, I had a racist thought and I yeah. went up to him and I said this and I, I think this is what needs to happen. I went up, I'm doing this challenge. He was the nicest person I'd ever talked to in my entire life. Mm. Yeah. and my mind was blown because I feel like I'm pretty mm. open-minded and I'll, I will challenge my judgments and I had a racist thought and you moved what? into it yeah. I moved into it yep. I, feel like anyway. I hope my want is that more people admit it like I have a racist thought I want to challenge it yeah yeah, listen, if someone would say that, I'd be like, let's go. Let's challenge it. 
Let's challenge it. Yeah, let's do it, man. Like, what was the second story? Was that at least? In- oh, no, second story is crazy. I was in Western Australia uh-huh. on my, like, solo Asia trip. I, t- I did a pit stop in Eastern Australia, and then I flew to Western Australia to staff a transformational weekend in the forest. It was all, I was making it up as I went along. And um, mm. I was staying with some, you know, warrior brothers and, uh, and there's a group of Islanders they are all drinking beer and they're all, like bigger guys and, you know, man of color. And I was like, I was biking by them and I judged them to not be friendly. I was like, oh, they're drinking, they're drinking beer. They're not, they like aggressive. And I was like, hold on. I was like, oh, let me challenge this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, uh, I pulled, I turned the bike around and I was like, hey, how are you guys? <laughs> Just like, how are you? I'm Jeremy. I'm visiting from Los Angeles. I was like super nervous. And they're like, oh, hello. Come <laughs> sit down join us. <laughs> I was like, what? Do you want yeah. a beer? I was like, sure. Yeah, yeah, I love a beer. He's like, here, thanks for joining us. You're our brother. Like, they're so nice. They're singing. We made videos, just like having a good time. He's like, do you want another beer? <sighs> That's team human, man. Yeah. That's team human, man. That's... um. You know, I think that's that's a big thing to take away from what you're saying. One of the many things over this over this podcast is really stepping into that fear and challenging our thoughts. Mm. And and like as you're saying it, the experience really became human. It was like, oh, because listen, it's human to have thoughts, to have judgments. That's what we have a brain for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like, you know, talk about grateful, like, thank you. I'm grateful for this brain today. It gives me, that gives me these thoughts and these judgments. And I'm also grateful for my heart and my soul today for the courage to challenge them. Yeah. Well, some are good. Some are like, I I judge that I should not go through this red light. (laughs) Like some are good. And then we like, we don't even think about it. Right. And some are not, some are not, don't, some don't serve us. Dude, man. Team human, join team join human. Team human. <laughs> join team human. Dot yes, com. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Listen. So while we're here, man, talk to the folks about how they can get in contact with you, how they can support you, all the good and goods. Yeah. So the, the podcast which we talked about um, is the Social Ninjas. Um, we've had over 20 TEDx speakers. We've had Im- influencers of all walks of life from mindset coaches to entrepreneurs with followings of 800,000 people and crazy like that. I'm not saying it from ego-based perspective. I'm saying it from a base of like, I had trouble getting anyone on my podcast. Mm-hmm. So like, I encourage anyone who's listening to take those reps and just believe in consistency is currency consistency consistency towards your goal is a currency and just keep going the big one i know you asked where i can find you but like don't put anyone on the pedestal don't because you're putting yourself down and you're an important piece you're an important puzzle piece to the larger puzzle of humanity and thank you for that my mission is like we all have a have a purpose and a, and a reason to be here and my mission is to be a powerhouse of self-love and authentic human connection by leading by example and by supporting people and loving themselves one percent more each day and getting one percent better each and every single day and the social ninjas podcast and then my instagram is jeremy talks to strangers and uh I just started a new project, as you talked about. Join Team Human is on Instagram as well. And I got jointeamhuman.com. And yeah, so. I'm looking you up, Jeremy. There he is. (laughs) Jeremy talks to strangers. You can't see. Can you see again? Yeah, dude, I'm digging it. The socialninjapodcast.com. I'm in following. Dude, this is dope, man. This is dope. I'm so happy we had this time, man, because uh, 
I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate so, you as well. Thank you. So before we wrap this thing up, put a nice bow on it. Um, take uh, 90 seconds and you can talk about something we talked about, like a last thing you want to leave people with or something unique that you want to leave people with. Mm, I have so many, but the one my you can be a couple. Come, the ones that come to mind is as long as you're being authentic, you're never failing. Celebrate the unfollow on Instagram and energetically. As long as you're being authentic, people are going to fall off. And if you're being authentic, celebrate it. Mm. And on top of that, no, your emotions, feeling emotions is okay. Fear, sadness. It's okay to feel those emotions. They're not bad or good. Society labels them as bad, but they're not. They're normal. Anger. For me personally, I was always scared of my anger, but it can be used as a powerful tool to create boundaries and to make powerful change. And people-pleasing, going back to people-pleasing, I noticed that when I was people-pleasing and not being authentic, I was being a straight micro-liar. So you think you're being a good person, but you're actually micro-lying. You're lying like consistency. You don't even realize it. I didn't realize it. And uh, be compassionate with yourself. Like you make mistakes as long as, and one big one is apologize to yourself when you're mean to yourself and without shame and just say, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't be mean to you. I just want the best for you and really feel into that. And um, yeah, go easy along yourself as along the way and create like a, a very unconditionally loving part of you that is like your best friend along the way. Cause there's, time, there's days where I have trouble getting out of bed. And I'll channel that part of me. I'm like, Jeremy, I know you don't want to get out of bed. I hear you. We got this. We can do this. Come on. I know. I know you don't want to get out of bed. This sounds ridiculous, but it works. Talk to yeah. Like, I understand. I dropped something. It's okay. It's okay. It happens. Like, what can I do now? The past mm. does not define you. What can I do now? Mm. <sighs> That's what's up. What can I do now? Mm -hmm. And I know we're supposed to be wrapping this up, but I want to come back to what you just said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I think that is so important for people to hear is how we talk to ourselves and how we work with ourselves, mm -hmm. apologizing to ourselves. It's like we're making ourselves our best friend. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be ups and downs in that best friend relationship. Mm -hmm. In any relationships, is up and down. And also there's a respect for each party so that we can apologize, we can be compassionate, we can help each other grow. And I think what you just said is freaking on point, man. Tip top. I'm glad you got that out. You want to say mm -hmm. something else? I'm the only person who's going to be with me my entire life. Oof. Oh. Night job. <laughs> and have fun yeah, along the way. That was, I yes. love I love the fact that we got all goofy in the in the end because there's so much. I was telling you before we recorded. There's so much research to show, like putting purposeful play and having fun along the way. How powerful it is, and learning and connecting and just mm. being happy and learning things quicker. Actually, and it's just I feel like everyone takes life so seriously a lot of the times. I do sometimes. And it's just it play is a practice. Yeah. Life is yeah. a practice. Everything's a practice. What are you yeah. practicing? What are you practicing today? What mindset are you practicing today? You practice a negative mindset yesterday. It's okay. Practice a positive one today. Yeah. Yep. You know what, man? We're gonna hang out. We gotta be. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Green. Jeremy Green. Jeremy Green. Who you with? Yeah, Jeremy Green. What? We gon' watch this podcast. Social ninjas in the podcast. Jeremy, Jeremy Green. So grateful for you. Know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> Pause. Okay. After going through the edits. Yep. Yeah. Wow. The the beat and the rhyming sounded on time. <laughs> <laughs>
when we were recording. And I realized it was far from it. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> on with the podcast. I appreciate you, Kane. Appreciate Blessing, you. Grateful, Blessing, grateful to share this space with you. Thank you very much. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting me pour out myself authentically. It's a gift to be in this space, man. If you know. Thank you. Thank you. For everybody listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Men Talk About podcast. Until the next episode, people. Listen, share. Listen to this one again, because I'm telling you, I know as I'm going in to edit this piece, I'm going to be listening to this multiple times before I share with you all. So, (laughs) (laughs) listen to it multiple times, baby. (laughs) All right, man. Peace, everybody. (laughs) Peace.